Welcome to the PVN College Podcast, where our goal is to grow students in the love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we're going to talk about being called into ministry. What are things that students need to keep in mind as they pursue that call? Our guest today is Pastor Mac McCurry. Mac has over 30 years of ministry experience. He has a Master's of Divinity from Southern Seminary. While in seminary, he worked for several different churches as a part-time youth minister. He then served at Providence Baptist near Frankfort, Kentucky for two years as youth pastor and then seven years as senior pastor. And he has now been the senior pastor here at PVN Church for 19 years. Almost 19. Almost 19. Mac, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me to... To join you today, it is so. it is a blessing already. <laughs> it is a blessing well, made, already. Made me feel old. With I was about that, to say thirty. So so three decades is also how old I am. Thank you, so. Ryan. I, th- I appreciate the encouragement. Now I, I do want to just clarify though. I started it when I was three years old. That's so, right. That's right. So yes. you're I was about to say you're just thirty three, thirty four, right? Sure. Well, sure. and it's a podcast, so they can't. You know, you can you could be as old as you want, man. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Um, okay, so today we're talking about being called into ministry, um, and and this is kind of where where I where I thought of this idea. You know, this is about to be my sixth year in ministry. Okay, um, and I continue to believe that the two most important things for young pastors, in my opinion, the two most important things for young pastors is number one, the Bible, and number two is older pastors. Um, and that's where I come in. That's right. That's where you come in. Okay. Yes. Yes. I, just not, I see that. Not so. much older pastors. Sure. Just sure. Old, <laughs> okay. Um, but but I think everyone probably starts off in ministry with, and we've talked about this before, but but I think everyone probably starts off in ministry with kind of these these rose colored glasses of of and ideas of what they think ministry should be, but then reality sets in and, and you find out ministry is maybe not what you thought it would be, at least not all the time. And that disappointment can cause people, especially I think younger ministry workers, right. to just leave to say, that, you know, this isn't what I thought it would be. If it's going to be this hard, if it's going to be this unexpected, I'm I'm out. And and I think it's so helpful to hear from people who have been in ministry for a long time because they've encountered those speed bumps and disappointments and and even just the not even the big stuff, but the the daily frustrations and things. And I just think it's a wealth of information that that a lot of younger pastors aren't tapping into. So okay. I mean, I know that was you know we're, we're kind of all, all over the place, but any initial thoughts on that before we kind of get into the actual Q and A of it all? Uh, well, I, I will agree with you. I mean, honestly, yeah. I think that uh, it's very easy to go into ministry or anything with just it's going to be rosy, it's going to be perfect, and it's just going to be so ideal, and then. Day two, reality yeah. sets in. So, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah. I think that can just be like so jarring to people. Mm-hmm. But I, but you know, how helpful would it be if we just look to people who have who have been through the day two sure. and the day two hundred and the day four hundred, you know, and and ask and ask for help in terms of 
how do we how do we keep going? Sure. What, what are some some Cause ways? Because we're, we're not the first ones doing it. There have been people right. that, that the pillars yes. of of the church or the pillars of ministry that have done it before us. Yeah. So, so we can learn something from them. Exactly. A hundred percent. So okay. So let's let's get into let's get into the real talk as the as the young seminarians say. The real talk. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, Mac. So, what are three pieces of advice for college students? Who maybe they maybe they're thinking about going into ministry, or, or or maybe they've just started, or so three things, three pieces of advice for college students thinking about going into ministry. Do you want me to talk them into it or not? Whatever you feel led, man. <laughs> well, uh, well, like I said, you you opened with uh, the rose colored glasses, that kind of stuff. You know, I, I think Ryan, the first thing I would say is to just make sure there's a calling there. Yeah. Um, you know, calling from God when when someone comes to a church. Uh, whether they're the youth pastor, the children's pastor, the senior pastor, or whatever, then it's a calling to that church. Mm. The church doesn't hire them. Uh, they're called to mm. that church. But even more important than that, it's a calling by God. Yeah. And so uh, I, I was called when I was about 15. And so, you know, when, when in, in high school, ninth grade, 10th grade, but people say, well, what are you going to do when you, get, when you grow up? And I'm like, well, I knew in yeah. ninth grade that I was going to go into the ministry. And it was wonderful. At the same time, I didn't know whether it was going to be a missionary in Africa or whether it was going to be a church pastor. But um, but I, I, it was a joy to have that assurance, if you will. But uh, if someone says, I'm, I'm maybe going to go into ministry until something better comes along, mm. you may not want to go into ministry. You know? yeah. So yeah. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not a default or a, a, a plan B yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, so. So, and I think, I think you're exactly right. I think the calling a lot of times is what provides that endurance in a Ab- lot of ways. Absolutely. It, you know, because if you're, if you're just kind of in it until you find the next thing, well, there's going to be a lot of easier routes, maybe, or or not just easier, but um, that flame for ministry can go out if you've kind of got one foot in and one foot out. Sure. Is, that, is that fair to say? Yeah, and it's probably true for any career. That's true, or yeah. any life choice, I guess. But yeah, but mm-hmm. especially in ministry, because you do go into it. Uh, I heard a uh, Junior Hill. He's, yeah. a, he's an evangelist. Been. He's at probably eighty something now, but when he was mm. twenty, he was already in ministry, mm. and he said that his first church, maybe his only church, he pastored. He's twenty or twenty-one, and he said that um, that uh, his first month that he walked mm. around going, "I'm the pastor of this church, and these people love yeah. me, and they think I hung the moon." Mm. And he said by like month three, they want me on the moon. You know, so <laughs> just a big difference between hung the moon versus on the moon. Right. And again, because reality kind of sets in, and mm. that's just that was his joke. But but again, I think it's it is there is a honeymoon period, but it's not often very long. Yeah. And so uh, you know, but it's one of those things where if you're not called by God. Mm. To go in the ministry, then you may want to look at something else. Yeah, so. yeah. Don't don't put all your trust in that honeymoon period. Understand right. that things sure. that, that things will come back. To a lot reality. of pastors, and not just senior pastors, but I think a lot of ministers in whether youth or education, whatever it is, a lot of them kind of. Um, I think they they they're there two two years, three years, maybe four, mm. and then they're like, oh well, it's just not as glamorous as it was, and the honeymoon's gone off, mm. and so they want to go to a different church, or they want to do this, or they want to kind of yeah. hop around, skip around, and I think a lot of it is because they they have that expectation that it's always supposed to be mm. so glamorous or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. but again, the, I think the and I could be wrong, uh, but the last thing I read was that the average senior pastor. 
right now in America stays like three to four years wow. at a church. And so, three to four years. So I've, I've done that a few years now. That's at right. So, yeah. But yeah. again, I think a lot of it is they, I don't know, maybe they preach three years of sermons and they're like, mm. I can go to the next church and just preach the same sermons. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, mm. uh, but again, there's just something about a calling. Yeah. So. All right. So confirm the calling. All right. What's the second one? Um, I would say... Uh, and and I'm not sure the first person that said this, I'm echoing, but uh, if you're called to ministry, you're called to prepare for ministry. Hmm. And so it's not just, you know what, I think uh, I think God's called me to, to, to ministry. Let me call a church and see if they'll let me preach Sunday. Hmm. It, it's more of, you know, they don't have a pastor, maybe they'll let me preach. It's more of, hey, I'm called to ministry, so yeah. I want to further my education. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm very thankful as a, you know, like I said, I knew early on, uh, some people maybe don't know that early, but um, I knew early on that I was called to ministry. And so mm-hmm. uh, after college, then I went on into seminary. And, and nowadays, whether it's on campus or online, right. but you can further your education. And, and again, I, I didn't learn everything at seminary. Right. There's some things they just can't teach you, don't right. teach you. Um, but uh, I'm I'm very thankful for that education. Yeah. And so you know, between 22 and 26 years old, and I was in, in in seminary. Yeah, didn't pursue a doctorate. Uh, I'm still young enough. I don't. That's right. Maybe I've got a doctorate. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but but the bottom line is, I, I am very thankful for my education. And I would say a call to ministry is a call to prepare by yeah. getting whatever education you can with it. I think you're exactly right. And and you know it's funny we've we've talked about this before, but in in the church world, you know, think about outside of the church world. I don't think there's any other job in existence where people would say, yeah, I'm going to be a baseball player today. And they right. just hop in there. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. when it comes to the, the church world, I think a lot of times we just kind of throw common sense out the window and just and and we forget that, you know, God is a God of order and wisdom. And, mm-hmm. and so with that calling will come tools and desires and, 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 and not just in preaching, but in music ministry, children's sure. ministry, the call comes with a a preparedness as well, or a call to preparedness, maybe. Sure. Is that the right way to... Yes, and, and you know, think about this. Jesus spent three and a half years with the disciples, right. uh, pouring into them, yep. and then, you know, then he left and, you know, Pentecost mm-hmm. and all that. And then even Paul, who was Saul, of course, right. but he, didn't he go to Arabia for like three Seven years? Year and, and so, whatever, I mean, he, yeah, whatever time. it was, but he didn't just... Mm. Now I'm saved. I'm yep. just going to start. You know, so a great point. So there's a, a preparation time. Great point. All right. So, so confirm the call. A call to prepare. All right. What's the last one? Here? Last one. I, you know, you, you put me on the spot here, but I would <laughs> say um, there's probably several. But I, again, I would go back to uh, it. Kind of maybe goes back to calling a little bit. But um, you're doing this for an audience of one. I'll mm. say it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, again, if if you're saying I'm going to go into ministry and everybody's going to love me. They're going to love every sermon. They're going to love every mm-hmm. lesson. They're going to love everything I do. That's not going to go very far in, right, in that sense. Right. So, so again, you may make a decision, and these people love it, but someone over here doesn't love it, mm-hmm. and they may even uh, let you know. Yeah. And yeah. so again, the no. audience. <laughs> well, not not just in, you know, but but again, the bottom line is again, if whatever you do, do it for the Lord. Yeah. And honor him and please him, and then God will take care of the rest of it. Yeah, so. yeah. I know, and I think that shows where the is your calling to serve. I think ministry is ministry is ultimately a calling to serve Jesus. You know, yes. uh, to yeah. serve the Lord, and it's not ultimately a calling 
to a job, though there is a job involved. It's not ultimately a calling just to teach, though teaching is involved. Right, it's, right. A, it's ultimately a calling to serve the Lord. It's His, right. it's his way of, of working in your life. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, okay, so we've got our three, our three pieces of advice. So, and again, we've talked about this. You, you have been in ministry for, for a long time. As long as you've been alive. As, <laughs> give or take, yeah, give or take. The, the numbers are fuzzy. Um, but as, so since you've been in ministry as long as you have, what are two things that, that maybe would be good for people thinking about ministry or starting out in ministry? What are two things that have helped you stay in ministry as long as you have? You know, again, we could be here a good while right. with, with some of those answers, and I, I, I'm going to say kind of off the, yeah. the top of the list would be having good people around you. Okay, and I, I'm not just talking about you know who's great in, youth pastors, great for youth sure. pastors, uh, Ryan. <laughs> no, but you know, seriously though, I mean, uh, I'm going to just say throughout 30 years, yeah. there have been some wonderful people uh, that I've been able to be around yeah. or been around me, and so mm. whether I was in college or um, uh, seminary and part-time youth or whatever, but I was mm-hmm. able to be around some good people mm-hmm. and uh, stable people, and I'm going to say uh, solid people and mm-hmm. spirit-filled people, and so, hmm. and then even as a pastor here, then I'm going to, I love my wife, but she is mm-hmm. solid, she's wonderful, yeah. she's stable, and she she's an encourager, and so she keeps me uh, grounded, and if I come home and just say I've had a rough day, then she's like, it's okay, and she encourages. Mm-hmm. But between my wife and you guys, and I'm going to say, um, you know, great lay leaders in the church. Yeah. We've been so blessed here at Pleasant Valley with mm-hmm. uh, with good deacons and teachers and people mm-hmm. that love the Lord, and it's not about them. It's about what's best for the church. And, and again, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And uh, if, if I had come to it, you know, if, if, if I came into ministry and mm. every other day is another uh, just craziness or chaos yeah. or another whatever, then uh, it would it'd be tougher. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm here in terms of uh, enjoying ministry 30 years in right. rather than when, when can I retire kind right. of stuff. Well, so. and I, to your point, I think, especially my generation of pastors, you know, we grew up watching the the Chandlers and the Pipers and the Platts and these guys, you know, on stage teaching, it's it's quote unquote just them, right? And so you you kind of subconsciously grow into, oh well, that's what I'm supposed to be. It's just me, but they don't see, you know, the support of of Matt Chandler's wife and family, but also his his elders and deacons around him, sure. encouraging him. Um, you know, uh, maybe correction at times, even even at even sure. him, right? You and, know. Edification, correction. edification. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they they don't see all the things. You know, Old Testament Moses, Jethro says, "You got to get some help, man." Yeah. If Moses needed, you know what I mean. If sure. Moses needed help, then we, I think it's unbiblical for us to to try to do it alone. But that's the mentality that I think a lot of younger, even just ministry workers. I'm I'm volunteering in the nursery ministry. All right, how can I change this whole thing? Whoa. whoa, whoa. It's not about you changing the whole. Some change can be good, but it's right. not. It's not just about you. you. You can't do it on your own. Any minute, kitchen, you know, nursing home, nursery, right. children's youth. It, it it's just too much. And, and I've got you and Bob and Eric and sure. You know, I've got Clyde and Jason, different ones, but uh, Ben. I got a great team. But I, I will say, uh, not to try to call out names, but I'll uh, Clyde. 
yeah. was the interim at PVN before I came. Right. And he's... You know, he's been in ministry since he was probably 20. Right. And uh, Clyde is 84, by the way, right? 86? 86. 86. 86. And so just imagine when I came here, nineteen, almost 19 years, then he was the interim and then was able just to come in as like my right arm mm-hmm. and as a kind of associate pastor and hospital visitation, uh, shut-ins, nursing homes, um, preach every once in a while. But just, again, for, for my time here at PVN, mm-hmm. I just got to say, Clyde's been my mentor. Yeah, um, I go to his office and, and seek counseling, you know, right, right. And, uh, <laughs> and he's been my pastor and, and yeah. for a lot of that in the sense of mm. at least two-thirds of my time in ministry, I've had him to... to to where I can say, Clyde, you know, what about this? What about that? Yeah. And that kind of stuff. 100%. And um, it's been great with yeah. that. Um, but like I said, just I think everybody needs a Paul, mm-hmm. uh, someone to pour into them, teach them, uh, mentor them, and then everyone needs a Barnabas, mm-hmm. and that's an encourager. Gotcha. And, and we also need to be that as well. Yeah, so. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, so having solid people around you has helped you. Yeah. And then the second thing? You know, it's a, it's a word that's... Uh, Probably a bad word in some okay. circles, um, <laughs> and it starts with a D. But it's the word discipline. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's not a real glamorous word, uh, but I would say that mm-hmm. discipline is huge yeah. uh, nowadays. And again, what you know, I'm three decades in the ministry. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is just the discipline of getting up every morning and mm-hmm. facing the next day, kind of stuff. And uh, and some people have that kind of in their DNA. It's kind of more part of their personality or whatever. Yeah. Other people have to wake up every day and mm-hmm. say, Lord, give me what I need and, yeah. and, and pray it, pray with the Holy Spirit to, to, to do it. But mm. um, but I would say discipline is huge um, because there are a lot of people maybe that don't have it, and the first wall they hit, they're like, I'm out. Done. Or, right. or or at least they lose the joy. Yeah. Satan wants us to lose the joy of whatever we're doing and and so, um, you know, to, to think about, well, I'm, I'm still in my ministry role, but I hate it, yeah. or I'm cynical or bitter, whatever it is, sarcastic, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be that way. And so, sure. so, uh, so discipline's huge. Well, so. and I think to your point, you know, again, my generation, we've grown up with, and, and not that these are bad things, but the, the, the Passion City churches and the, you know, the great teachers online and you see the huge worship sets and all these things. And we think if it's not that every day, because that's all I see, right? We don't see the back end and all the preparedness that goes into it. But so we just see the finished product. And we think if it's not this every day, then I'm doing it wrong or this church is wrong. Mm -hmm. And inevitably it's not going to be that, you know, it takes, it takes, I wrote, I just wrote down discipline and in parentheses I wrote ordinary discipline yeah. is that you know there's nothing cool about getting up early getting to work when you're supposed to be there you know putting your nose in the bible or going to the nursing home or going to the hospital just because that's what you do there's sure. no I, it'd be awesome if Christian Stanfield was following me around with a, a guitar, <laughs> you know, elevating that that yes. time in the nursing home. But yeah. but he's not, and yeah. and that's and no one was following Jesus around, mm-hmm. you know, hyping him up to so to speak. Right. It was just he he Jesus did a lot of miracles, but he also did a lot of remarkably ordinary things in his ministry. Mm-hmm. And the Lord blessed it. I think is that a flavor for kind of what you're going with? It there? is. And again, I mean, like I said, uh, discipline is. So, I'm reading a book right now. In fact, that uh, my D group, uh, yeah. a group of men, we're going through, and it's uh, 
uh, it's by R. Kent Hughes. Yeah, it's, it's disciplines discipline. of a godly man. Yes, yeah, yes. And right. I mean, it's it it'll mm. kick you in the teeth. Sure. Um, but just a discipline of purity and a discipline of discipline and just yeah. I mean, just again, whether uh, marriage or just there's different things. But mm. again, just just no matter what, just saying I'm going to be faithful. Right. And uh, I love the verse First Corinthians ten thirty one. It says, whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, to all of the glory mm-hmm. of God. And so, again, just being faithful no matter what. Yeah, there's nothing cool about eating. But Paul says this is, again, it's just, it's just part of it. Well, well it can be cool I was about to say, maybe I mean, Chipotle is coming soon yeah. here to run stuff. <laughs> okay, well, Mac, last thing, any further resources for, for students who are, who are looking at ministry or thinking about you it? You know, I'm not up on all the podcasts and the, you know... The I, MySpaces. The, 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 and yeah, the... What? No, the... <laughs> The Instagram, no, the That's TikToks right. and all that, but you know, but I, I will say, uh, like I said, I've I would say this this book on discipline's a yeah. good thing. Um, I, I've read uh, just in the last year or so, but it was called Prepare by mm-hmm. J. Paul uh, Nyquist, I think was his last name, and it, it's not so much preparing for ministry as much as it's preparing to be a Christian in the culture mm-hmm. that we're in now, and it's pretty pretty good. Sure, um, but there are a lot of things like that. Um, but I would say too, uh, Old Testament. Uh, Nehemiah, mm. talk about leadership, yeah. talk about discipline. Yeah. Uh, he had so much opposition from those guys, mm-hmm. Tobiah and Sanballat and all that, that's all that, and and yet he, you know, finished the wall in what fifty something days. So, yeah. uh, so Nehemiah would be good, not just to skim over it, but to really, to really dig in, kind of yeah, digest it, mm. and then also Second uh, Peter. In the New Testament, yeah, because there's you know the opposition and the persecution mm. and just being faithful, perse- yeah. uh, persevering and being faithful. Absolutely. Well, this was awesome, Mac. Thanks for being with us today, man. Sure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for inviting me, and I got to sign the table and everything. It's, so, it's thank you. it really is a joy. Sure. It really is a joy. Um, for more information on this topic, message us on Instagram at PVN College. Listen to the PVN College podcast through Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Watch this podcast on Instagram TV at PVN College or on our YouTube page, Pleasant Valley North. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time.